I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I was born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. Today we're coming at you with a little bonus content because I finally broke Jenny down to the point where she watched Cobra Kai. To the point where I watched the whole first season at once and was up till like 4.30 in the morning. So we decided that we're going to have a small conversation about Cobra Kai season one today. And then once we finish season two, we'll have uh, another episode where we discuss what happened there. Full disclosure, I'm not done with season one yet. So Jenny's going to kind of take over halfway through. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Cobra Kai, it's a series that I think it debuted two years ago because we're on season two. Oh, really? I thought so it was, I like it was new. I think it was 2017. Okay. 2018. 2018 season one aired. Originally aired on YouTube Red, which is now YouTube Premium. And in June 2020, Netflix acquired it. And so the third season is going to be on Netflix in 2021. Oh, that's why it's because it just mm-hmm. came on to Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So seasons one and two are on Netflix right now. Um, I'll read you the sort of description. We talked about it a little bit on our pod, but basically um, Cobra Kai is set 34 years after the original Karate Kid film, re-examining the narrative from Johnny Lawrence's point of view and his decision to reopen the Cobra Kai Karate Dojo, leading to the rekindling of his old rivalry with Daniel LaRusso. And we have both the actors who play Johnny and... Danny are back reprising their roles. And the mother's back. Oh, I Danny's, didn't see her yet. Danny's mother's back. <sighs> yeah. All right. So um, for those of you who listen to our regular pod, um, I think it was on the Karate Kid pod on Blockbusters. I was berating Jenny. No, 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 it wasn't because that's when I had just discovered what Cobra Kai was and we talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then a week or two later, I had actually watched it and I loved it so much. We talked about it, I think, on a Little House episode. Probably. And uh, Jenny had said, which is something I don't berate you for because I share this this uh, trait with you. I don't like things that are popular. Well, I mean, it's not. But it's you not- don't like things that I like. It, yes. For me, it's more of something you like. 
then, <laughs> then it's popular. Because I trust strangers' judgments more than yours. But I tend to rail against things that are super popular. And everybody was telling me about this Cobra Kai show. Oh, people are going crazy about it. And it has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is not easy to do. It had 100 at one wow. point. Yeah. And I'm like, how good can one, this yeah. be? Right. It sounds right? lame. It sounds lame. I have to say, though, I have, to, I have three things. Go. I want to join the Cobra Kai's. <laughs> That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> like it's a badass dojo. Like the some of the training techniques they do. Like if I had done those when I took karate, as we discussed on the Karate Kid podcast, oh, God, I, like I'd be a fucking killer right now. Like I'd be badass. Me, did you lure me into a conversation about your Maybe. karate? Maybe. Um, I do want to say too for everybody, we are going to be talking spoilers. So if you yeah. haven't seen season yep. one. Shut it off right now and go listen to one of our little house podcasts. But I want to join Cobra Kai. I hate Daniel LaRusso. We all do. My favorite part of the whole seer of the whole first season was when someone drew Dick on his billboard. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that. (laughs) I hate him so much. And it's okay. So now that I'm reading the description and understanding that this is written from Johnny's point of view, I have two questions. Well, maybe one, two thoughts, one question. The question is, who was like watching Karate Kid and like, you know, who needs their own story told here? Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> rich white blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like, you know who I feel is really misunderstood yep. in this film? I'm sure Johnny Lawrence. I'm sure that conversation was had somewhere. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it, it's, it's not necessarily, I mean, not like I'm disagreeing with their description, but like, I don't think it's necessarily a retelling of, I mean, it, no, it's not at all. Like Johnny was to blame and was horrible <laughs> on the karate kid. Like that hasn't changed, but he but my, down on his luck 34 years later and but the, my the rules sec- have kind of flipped. Yes. And my second thought was, is this what happens when we grow up? Like, do we suddenly not side with the bad guy, but like we see people's more nuanced. Like it was so clear when we saw karate kid when we were kids. Right. That Daniel was the hero. Are you saying this from the point of view of we have grown up or you're still waiting to grow up? <laughs> I have two kids, bitch. I've grown up. <laughs> two kids in a pocket. Like the, way, the way you said Who that. Who slept till 11 today? Who slept till 11? I, slept I was up at 7 with a goddamn puppy. I've grown up. Yeah, I slept um, I slept till 11. Because I, I was up so late watching freaking Cobra Kai. <laughs> So I, I'll just say a couple of my favorite things. We could just go back and forth talking about some of our favorite things. One of my favorite things is in one of the first episodes, somebody's talking about getting bullied and Daniel goes, I know what it's like to be bullied. I was driven off a cliff on my bike. <laughs> they they do a lot of like pot shots back at the original. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's pretty great. Donnie is like, he's just unapologetically like, a badass Gen Xer. Like, I think there's an interesting view of the relationship between Gen X and Gen Z in this too. Yep. Yeah. Which is like his, his students are like Gen Z and they're all like, you know, like, why, why are you so angry and crazy? And like, you just have to accept people. And he's like, fuck these guys. Like, they're nerds. Yep. <laughs> tough. Like, he's in, he seems insane in comparison, you know? And there's, there's also like this sense that he's almost trolling Miyagi. <laughs> 
Like he's dead and doesn't care. So one of my favorite parts is when of the trolling of Mr. Miyagi is when his one student, Miguel, or as his mother calls him, Miggy. Okay. Ugh. Um, kicks the shit out of a bunch of the bullies. And then Johnny's like, so wait a minute, you took all these great lessons I was giving you and you just like used it to beat the shit out of people. And Miguel's like, yeah. And he's like, you're my favorite student. Like he congratulates. Nice job. Here's a game. Anti, anti Miyagi. I mean, that, that's what you have to do to earn the right to wear a gi in this dojo is like kick the shit out of four people in your school, like in the middle of the lunchroom on a fight that goes on for like 10 minutes. That w- This would never happen in school. Right. I said the same thing as we were watching. It. I kept saying this would have been broken up 15 <laughs> minutes ago. They're just like watching it. Everyone's like cheering. <laughs> it's like, no. So let's talk about Danny for a minute. <sighs> I'm going to call him Danny because I feel like he's earned it now. He's now Danny. He's gross. He's gross. I hate his family. He's just so annoying. He's such like a do-gooder. But they lay that on thick, right? Like the whole, like when you first meet him, he's like, it's his morning routine and they're playing this like ridiculously like happy music. Like his life is perfect. They're drinking the espresso and then they're like driving to work in their BMW and everybody works. Everyone has family and wife and everybody works at, he's a car salesman, which I already was just like, of course and his whole marketing campaign is based around his famous kick. So yeah, I mean, they just made him insufferable. I don't hate his daughter. No, I don't hate his daughter. His kids are fine. I thought the. I know you don't like the son. I don't like the son. He gets funny later, though. Okay, he's annoying. There's a little exchange between him and Johnny later. That's kind of funny. (laughs) Um, I don't buy because Johnny comes to Daniel's house to kick his ass when (laughs) Daniel's cousin is it his cousin that works with them the crazy yeah 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 yeah. blows up Johnny's car. (laughs) The red Firebird. Oh, Johnny's still driving the red firebird, guys. Blows up his car. Oh my god. I, I just love him so much. Is Johnny hot? I think he is a little hot. I, think I thought he, he might be. Like he, you know, he's kind of like down and out, but like and he's he's definitely a jerk, but he's kinda hot. I, I think he aged well. He's very fit. Like I think he aged well. He aged way better than Ralph Macchio. Who, yes. Ralph Macchio is 58 and looks oh my god 35. okay yeah okay. he looks way younger than 58 so do you buy like they make it seem like he's still like carrying on the legacy of miyagi and i will never forgive him for treating miyagi like a jerk after miyagi saved his life he was like a little punk to miyagi i mean he was a teenager whatever so now he's like giving away bonsai trees to everybody <laughs> I feel like that's a commercialization of bonsai that Miyagi would not be happy with. No, Miyagi would not be happy yeah. with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other great parts that you want to talk about? I mean, I just love the training regimen at Cobra Kai. <laughs> like, he, he wants to teach him how to kick. So I thought he was going to do like a Miyagi Daniel something, like going to the water. Nope, because they go into a swimming pool. Kids hands together and pushes him with pull, and he's like, "Kick, kick!" He's like, "Oh, I probably should ask him if he could swim before I did that." And then he keeps like pulling him up by the hair and being like, "I told you to breathe," and he's shoving him down. It's so great. And Johnny's like, he's totally um, an alcoholic. Totally. Yep. <laughs> and he's drinking Coors through the whole thing, so I'm guessing they Product sponsored it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's it's pretty blatant. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what happened in that first episode. 
Oh, so what happens to kind of bring Johnny into reopening the dojo is a bunch of kids jump Miguel and then Johnny beats the shit out of all of them. Because Miguel is Johnny's neighbor. Yes. And he's all like friendly to him and Johnny's like, fuck off. I live here. So I don't, oh, he I don't have to Oh, he calling him an illegal. Did you get that? <laughs> he's so racist and terrible. He's so racist yeah. and he's so sexist. Yes. Real bad. Yeah. Yeah. So... So it turns out that one of the kids that Johnny beat the shit out of is actually Danny LaRusso's daughter's boyfriend. Of course. And he comes over and, oh, God, Jenny, the dinner. is L.A.? Like Jenny, the dinner. The dinner was friggin' delicious. The dinner was delicious, but was he not insufferable well, making this he, dinner? He was racist through the whole dinner. <laughs> Tell people he was why. Racist because he was like... Where are your parents from? And the, this this kid is clearly Asian, but he's like you know like of Asian descent, right? He's clearly American, like from yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And he's like, oh, they're from and I forget where he said they were from. Yeah, Encino or something, Encino, right? I think like he doesn't even know, but like he was trying to say like what's your ethnicity, right? Yes. But he was doing that yes. super racist thing where it's like, where are you from? Where are you from? Yes, and then like he just I don't know. Like it was just, it was awful and cringy, but the food looked delicious. It but was like, he, okay. What was the food? It, it was, was Japanese. It was sushi. It was sushi. It was Toro. It was sashimi, technically. Okay. Daniel is flipping out that a 17 year old kid doesn't want to eat this. Of course he doesn't. Of course, of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Yeah. That would, yeah. Make I mean, chicken tenders and macaroni and cheese or pizza. What do you do? I like. Love, I would love Toro sashimi right now, but not at seventeen. I would be like, bros. Who makes that? And Daniel's like in his gi making it. Like it's a whole thing. But okay, no, I think he was. It was so ridiculous, and they're just they play up this like Daniel has this spiritual connection with Miyagi and is so into. But looking at him, you get no. I don't know. He just doesn't strike me as somebody who's devoted his life to karate. He doesn't. Well, not only karate, but like all of the lessons of Miyagi. I can't believe I'm like saying this. All, like, you know, which, which all the lessons of Miyagi, which I laid out in our podcast. It's, but it's like about balance and like, and there's none of that in Daniel's life. Like he is a super consumer maniac. Like he has a giant house, like his carbon footprints probably like through the roof. Like he sells cars. Like there's, there's nothing about his life that feels Miyagi-ish. Jenny, I have a question. Hmm. Why doesn't he live in Miyagi's house? I would. I would. Oh my God, beautiful. That was beautiful. He's got this giant, you know, McMansion. I mean, it's enormous. Like, mm-hmm. it's huge. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, he... I felt like if he had all this balance in his life and he took all these lessons from Miyagi, what happens in season one would never have happened because he would, he would not fall for it. Like he would not fall into these like revenge traps and stuff around. So, so Johnny, tell me a little bit about, because I've only seen up through episode six, what is the culminating thing in the end? Do Johnny and three guesses, Danny fight? No, but I'll give you three guesses what the end episode is. You'll give me three guesses. Yeah. It's that predictable. Yeah. Uh, Johnny's dojo fights Daniel's student. Does he have a student? And is it Johnny's kid? Yep. Where? At the All All Valley Tournament. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. You got me there. (laughs) Yeah. You got me there. 
And there's like, there's banners hanging in there at the, cause it's the 50th anniversary of the tournament. And there's banners hanging with Daniel in the, like a picture of Daniel in the crane kick from the karate kid. It's so it's, it's. I love when they have the little fight about the kick was illegal. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's like in the Cobra Kaiser and the little black geese, like it's, it goes right back again. And like Miguel turns into this maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's remind everyone last time we saw an all Valley tournament, somebody was coked up screaming, get him a body bag, Johnny. (laughs) So they end up after that fight in the cafeteria that when Miguel kicks everyone's ass, because of course everyone filmed it and it went viral. And like the next day, everyone is at the dojo. They want to join all these nerds. (laughs) So now he has like 40 students and he's walking around and he's like yelling stuff. And like when he walks by them, they flinch. And he's like, why is everybody flinching? He's like, how many people here have been punched in the face? And like, this is Gen Z. So like almost zero, none of them have been punched in the face. Like, I feel like if that was a room full of Gen Xers back in the day, like everyone would have been punched some, you know, at least once. And they, <laughs> they all raise their hand. Like we haven't been punched in the face. He's like, we're going to take care of that right now. We're going to get rid of this flinching. So <laughs> this one girl who's awesome. What is her name? Time. I forget her name. I forget her name. I'll look it up while you're telling the story. Um, he's like, get them in line. Cause like Miguel and this other girl were his main students. Like they were the only two students for a long time. And so they were like a little more badass. They're like, um, a kumpai, which would be like an assistant to the, to the sensei. And he's like, get them in line and punch them in the face. (laughs) He's like, you're going to learn what it feels like to be punched in the face. So then you won't be afraid of it. (laughs) And it's really well done because you don't see it happening. You see it from like Johnny's in his office. He just goes in his office to have a beer while this is happening. And you just, you just hear it in the background and it's friggin' hilarious. Like <laughs> her name is Aisha. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A I S H A. They have a nickname for her though. I can't remember what, like they call her by the nickname all the time and I can't remember what, oh, okay. what it is. Um, cause he's he, great. He has a nickname for everyone in the dojo, and mm-hmm. like the the kid with the um the cleft palate that was fixed with the scar on his face. Mm-hmm. He made, did you are you to the part where his transformation happens? No, it's oh, so good. He he totally. You know how Johnny was like, you got to rewrite the script, you got to flip the script, and like this kid totally takes it to heart and turns into this whole other person. And then he trains them. He takes them to a junkyard, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna do like a junkyard training where you're like running through, you know, like the one of those like um. Like one of those CrossFit things. Like I belong yeah, to this CrossFit, yep. Brooklyn yep. CrossFit. And we had to do like, we had to hit these giant tires with sledgehammers and stuff. Like it was crazy. So I'm like, oh, he's going to do something like that. Oh no, it turns into a whole other thing. He has like the junkyard dogs chasing them and stuff. <laughs> one of the kids gets rabies. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It was so crazy. It was, okay. I was just, I was laughing so hard. I I just love him so much. Because these um, are like Gen Zers and they're like stunned at every turn of like what's happening. <laughs> rightfully so. Like that's the correct reaction. Yes. <laughs> and I love the part like in another instance where he's um, trolling Mr. Miyagi, uh, Miguel is, he brings Miguel into the dojo and it's all beat up. Like he's got to clean it and get inspected and everything. So he's uh, Miguel doing all the hard work. And you think he's going to do, like you said, like you think he's going to do some Miyagi type stuff here with him. 
So Miguel is literally Windexing the window behind Johnny. He's like, is there any way you want me to wipe this window? And Johnny's like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just clean it. But Daniel does that to his student later. Like he has him wax all the cars in the car lot. Of course. Oh, maybe that's why he owns a car lot. Just so he could do that. I don't know. I don't know. kind of hilarious. Bottom line, guys, you have to watch it. It's It's really really funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. And I agree with you. I did love the clash between Gen X and Gen Z. Well, and the thing about, like, you'll see some, you'll see a boomer, some boomer characters come back into this. And it's all, this is, everything is their fault. Like, even the whole Karate Kid original <laughs> part was their fault. Like, I'm realizing it was all their fault. And, like, I think the thing about Gen X is, like, even though Johnny's, like, a fucking dick and he's, like, all these things, like, he makes a transformation through the thing. Like, he... he gets it right and he starts to like Mm -hmm. figure it out i mean there's parts of it he never will like he just doesn't get the like include everyone be nice to people he's it's not in his dna yeah he starts to come around on it like he he starts to like really bond with these kids and like you know like understand like what they're going through and stuff and he he actually relates to it eventually and that's when you find out about his past a little more and that's when some of the boomers come in yeah let's talk about the bullying at school for a minute I was surprised because I'm somebody who who's always like, bullying doesn't happen today. Are you crazy? Well, I shouldn't say that. I didn't think this type of bullying happened today. So so this recently happened with my kids. I had some other kids prank calling them and saying things to them. And I said to Jenny, why are these kids not using the technology at their fingertips to bully? Like, I didn't realize there was still name calling to your face in school. But, it, but like, it's I not. It was more... but it's not. Like, even what happened to your kids was anonymous, right? Yeah. Like, and that's a point that Johnny actually brings up. He's like, in my day, if you, you wanted to, to tell somebody, somebody to their face, you walked up to them and you bullied them and you dealt with it. Like, <laughs> not right, but not a good thing. But, like, there's this weird, like, anonymous technology. Yeah. Like, set up fake because the kid- they're they're making fun of Aisha in school to her face yeah they do do that too but like yeah. it, there's this whole like uh um Miguel was telling him about how people set up fake Facebook accounts yeah. and stuff and yeah Timmy that. laughed out loud in that part because he's like you want to tease someone you went up to their face and did it <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the way he the way he taught like it, it I felt like Gen X is fucked up. Like we must seem like crazy. Like it gives you an idea of how Gen Z thinks of us. Maybe like they're probably like, what? These guys are nuts. Like, why are they so crazy? So hold on. In a way though, is this an accurate portrayal? Because it's his. So how Johnny's reacting to the world is almost an exaggeration. It's more like sure. if they if they just plopped him into yes. here and he had yes. no 25, yes. 30 years it's to definitely run. an exaggeration, but like yeah. it, it what it puts like it doesn't necessarily like put, where like, have you been for the last twenty five years. It doesn't years. necessarily put like how like they don't address like, you know, like and that's why I say like Gen Xers evolved. You know what I mean? Like they get it. But it, it gives that view of like the contrast between the world we grew up in. Versus the world Gen Z is growing up in. Like that contrast is clear in this. And it's like, wow, like it's so different. And like, I think it's, I think, I think it's better than it was. Like the world we grew up in was tough and harsh and terrible. And like, I think things have gotten somewhat better. I kind of disagree with that. Really? I'm really struggling with my relationship and my kid's relationship with social, social media, social media. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole thing. I just feel like. 
I don't want to get into politics. I'm not bringing it in. But I feel like the world has gotten really ugly and you used to not know how ugly your neighbors were. And now you know. But like you also, and everybody knows. isn't that the way we deal with that? Like how do, you know what I mean? Like it, it's not like there wasn't hatred. There was terrible, horrible hatred. There was horrible hatred. But it wasn't, it was hidden. And like you don't fix it if it's hidden. You know what I mean? Like You don't you, fix it if it's hidden, but you also didn't have those voices amplified yeah. and just validating. validating. They weren't validated. But you also have the other side of that too. Like there's, you know, like there's through... And, you know, don't get me wrong. I think there's huge problems with social media, but like, I think, you know, like there's also the side of it. That's the opposite, right? Where it's like, you know, kids who are LGBTQ can find people like them can find idols. Like those voices are heard and elevated. You know what I mean? So there's like, you like you, you, you can find communities that are, you know, like you see both sides of it. Like there's both, there's both. Yeah. The negative I just feel like the negatives outweigh the positives. I don't know. I just, I get this sense sometimes. Like, I feel like our lives were better when our worlds were smaller. Well, I mean, everyone kind of has that idea, but was it? Like, I, I disagree with, I disagree with that on an individual level. Like, the more you know about the world and you're exposed to other people and other places and other things and other, you know, like experiences, the more open-minded and empathetic you become. I agree with that. But I also think that that could be achieved in other ways. It can be achieved through traveling. It could be yeah. achieved through reading. It could be achieved through education. Yeah. Doesn't have to be achieved through Facebook and Twitter. Well, I mean, through Facebook and Twitter helps you see that. I guess. I'm, I mean, real I think, I'm really struggling with it lately. I think you have to, I think having those legitimate experiences is more important, but not everybody has that option, right? Like, Oh, I you, agree. I never did. So like it, it, it helps. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be, I think we have to adjust to it as a society and, and figure out the the places where it needs balance. Right. Like, I think that that yeah. we're, we're, this is still new really when it started, they could not have imagined where this, where we are now. Right. So like, it's like anything, like you just have to figure out how it grows and how you manage that and how, you know, like us as a society, we have to come up with ways to do like our, you know, like our world has changed and how do we deal with that? And that's going to take time. Like, it's just going to take time. And these kids being like being raised in this world are going to adjust to it differently. You know, like our generation, Gen X is the last generation that was, that was raised without social media. We're the last I know. one. I know. I just feel like, and to get back to Cobra Kai, I think that was, the problem I had is there was this idea that Johnny has not been on earth since the last karate kid that he like yeah. went into a coma and then came out of the coma yeah. on this day. And so everything was shocking to him where I think, you know, but I don't think that that is impossible for somebody of our generation to have like, just kind of kept doing the same thing, hanging out the same places. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, like, cause he has a kid, but he's not present in the kid's and life. He wasn't present in the kid's life at all. Right. Yeah. And they make that clear that he, he did not raise this kid. So like he, he's probably just like banging chicks and like going to bars, drinking like, course, drinking core, you know what I mean? Like, and just falling into that like pattern and not having a lot of exposure to what's going on. He Real quick. On social media. He makes that clear. Real quick. One of the highlights. When he goes to the pawn shop to sell his Atari and he calls it a Nintendo. He doesn't even know. What is that? <laughs> well, in the best is he pulls out the gold coins from like the Franklin Mint 
Yes. And thinks they're real. Oh my yes. god, that's hilarious. He's like, How many of these do I have to sell to get twelve hundred dollars? And the guy's totaling it up. He's like, Do you have sixty thousand more laying around? <laughs> <laughs> but remember and, the, the Franklin was it the Franklin Institute or yeah. they would have those commercials all the time. Then he had the was it a swimsuit? The um Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition with L. McPherson on the cover. Yeah, and the guy's like, I'm not taking this. It's well loved. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, I mean, this is what's laying around his house. So he he was kind of frozen in time. It sounds yeah, like I guess. I mean, that can totally happen to people. It's like Encino Man, and he's just doing handyman jobs. So it's not like he's like you know, like is he living in the same apartment complex that Daniel and his mother lived in? No, because they go they they end up drive. Long story short, Daniel and Johnny are in the same car. <laughs> they drive by Daniel's old place and i thought it was at first i thought it was the same but it's not they there's so many places that look like that in that area like they kind of have that vibe okay okay because i wasn't sure there no they because they go to that place and then they go get drunk in a bar and they're talking about Allie. and they look her up on oh. facebook they're in this bar they go for a drink and they're talking about Allie. and then they look and daniel's not drinking he has club soda and they of look course. her up on facebook and they they realize like she's a doctor married to the doctor I'm like hey, let's look at a picture of him and he's like super hot and he, daniel's like can i get a dirty martini <laughs> <laughs> so good. um and are they actually looking at what's her name what was what was her name? It, it, the you no, Elizabeth. you don't really see a picture of her oh, okay. on Facebook. All right, so as you guys can tell, we're big fans. It's we hilarious. It. It's hilarious. I'm gonna totally like. I, I'm I'm Aww. taking a a sewing machine from Amy's house that was my grandmother's, and I'm gonna use it to sew my Cobra Kai symbol on the back of my gi. Oh, put that on the list. <laughs> put it on the list of things that Jenny will not do. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm adding it to the list of feats. Jenny sews her own gi with the Cobra Kai I patch. No, I can sew straight lines. I could, I could sew a patch okay. to a gi. That would be easy. Now, if you're talking about like hemming something, no. oh no, I talked about making the gi. Oh no, I have gis. I have a bunch of gis. Okay, so you're gonna make the patch. Yeah, I'll make the patch. You're gonna embroider the patch. No, who said I was embroidering the patch? <laughs> no. I'm just trying to make oh, it more God. difficult. <laughs> Fucking embroidering a You're gonna cross stitch the patch, <laughs> and no. you're gonna make Cobra Kai, and you're gonna do a little portrait of you and Johnny next to it. <laughs> I'm gonna join the Cobra Kai's. I will say it's never. I, I don't. I can't think of one time that you and I, you and I agree the same guy is hot. Yet I'm kind of Team Johnny. Like I kind of. I definitely hate him. I definitely like, hate him too. He's kind of hot. I don't know. <laughs> Like I was torn on that. Uh, yeah. was, uh, I was torn on that. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> Daniel's wife, any thoughts there? She's annoying. She's annoying, right? Like, I think she kind of I think she secretly really liked when they drew the like Daniel's Jan, Daniel has these big billboards for his he's like this auto giant guy in the valley and like it's super annoying. He has like used car guy commercials and stuff. And he has these giant billboards with his face all over the place. And Johnny like hates them. He's always driving by <laughs> Finally, he's pushed to the edge, Johnny, and he goes up and he spray paints a dick going into Daniel's mouth. <laughs> That's the best. And I think his wife kind of liked it. it was a little funny. And definitely the people he worked with thought it was a little funny. They thought it was really funny. She just, I feel like they didn't really like flesh out her character. Like there's nothing there. Um, it gets a little better. And I feel like she's definitely the better parent. Like she's the more, prog- like it's funny because it sounds like. Like, to your point, like, Daniel's been raising these kids and married to this woman. Like, it sounds like 
they had this like, you know, like they're in this center, they're in this decade raising their kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, you know, like progressive parents and like, but as soon as this whole thing happens and, it, and there's a point where he sees the Cobra Kai dojo and it just sends mm-hmm. him spiraling back. It sends him spiraling. <laughs> and like, then he becomes this weird, crazy, like, person and the wife's like what are you what has happened to you well the wife no the wife's like i'm paraphrasing but she says some great line like why are you spending so much time trying to get revenge on your high school karate uh what does she call him nemesis nemesis yeah that's something like that word that's our rival rival, rival maybe yeah. mm-hmm. it like was so just, great it sends him backwards 20 years like literally yeah yeah you're right he retreats yeah, and then he starts acting. He starts acting. Then he starts acting all like paranoid and like suspicious and like following his daughter around and stuff. And like it doesn't sound like that's his normal. Like he has evolved past that. But right. now he's like, right back. I mean, he's always happy and shiny and makes banana rama pancakes in the morning. Oh God, whose life is this? Jenny, that's- can I ask you a question? What if you came downstairs as a teenager and Dad was like? Hey Jen, would you like some banana rama pancakes for school? What would, would your response be? I would think that he's going to tell me that someone's dying. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you going to tell me that's so terrible that it caused you to make pancakes for me? <laughs> I'd be like, Dad, do you have a brain tumor? What's yeah, happening? Uh, like that. I'm, I get. Did think you have of a brain tumor things. for breakfast, Dad? Come on, I could think of a thousand things that would happen before that. Hmm. Okay. Any closing thoughts? No, I just think it's great. I'm I'm super psyched about joining the Cobra Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to go back to a dojo. I might do that. Yeah, there you go. Pandemic ends, maybe I'll go back. I don't know about karate though, because I don't want to do. Uh, um, I don't even want to hear about it. Jakarta. I just want to fight. So maybe I'll go take like jujitsu again. Or just something. start beating the shit out of people. I was taking boxing. That was fun. Yeah. No, not me. I'm a lover, Jenny. I'll be over here reading Lord Byron. Oh God! Okay, John, don't beat the shit out of people. <laughs> it's such a nice way to not beating the shit out of people, but like punching things, like in a in an inanimate objects, is a it's a, just a nice stress release. Sure, sure. Like imagine having that in your life right now. Oh, yeah. I could use it. Yep. Yeah, I could use yep. it. That's why maybe I'll get you a like. I got my best friend a pillow with my face on it. Like when you have a punching bag and you just punch it till you can't pick up your hands anymore, that feeling, like that feeling of exhaustion and like, it's just such a great, you just, all the stress in your body is gone. Like if it's vaporized. So maybe that's why Johnny's coming around. He's like fighting more and beating the shit out of people. And well, you can tell when he kicked the shit out of those teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy we're talking about. <laughs> when he, he, you can tell him just kind of like, oh, I felt good. <laughs> little bit, little bit. All of those teenagers that he was beating up, but there was all four. Right. There was four of them. There was four, and he was very rusty. Yeah, you like could tell. Could have they, they played that well because you just don't go back into that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, no, like, no. Was like, oh, like you could tell he was like pulling shit. Yeah, <laughs> yep, he's great. All right. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. We'll do another one of these little bonus pods after we watch season two, which knowing my speed It'll might be, like be 2022. Um, so check out our other pods that we have. We do Little House on the Prairie on the regular. And then we have some specials that we call Blockbusters. And we've done a few movies. And Karate Kid, obviously, was our latest. And uh, so if you haven't had time to go back and watch Karate Kid before you watch Cobra Kai, you could just listen to our pod and get all caught up. 
and not have to suffer through what's some really cheesy 80s acting, I think. Johnny's become a better actor. They've all become better actors. Mm, Ralph Macchio. Then he wasn't Karate Kid? I feel like he's very one note. (laughs) But he was like a half note. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. Amy here. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. To best support us, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving a review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you listen. You can connect with Jenny and me through our Facebook group, The Mimi Bees. You can find information on The Mimi Bees and all other projects by liking us on Facebook or Instagram at GenXThisIsWhy. Letter X, spell out the Y. Thanks again. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.